Nintendo Worlds of Power, Metal Gear, created by FX9, written by Alexander Frost, read by Dan Ryan. Chapter 1. The Mission Justin Hawley strode purposefully through the underground hallways of Foxhound Command. At age 20, he was the youngest captain ever to serve in the U.S. Marine Special Forces anti-terrorist squad known as the Snake Men. His code name? Solid Snake. Hawley had a lot on his mind. Three weeks earlier, 15 Snake Men, half the squadron, had been dispatched from their underground training base on a top-secret mission. So far, not a single one of them had returned. Were they dead? Captured? Nobody knew, and none of the remaining Snake Men dared to speak of it out loud. They could only wait and wonder. Now, of the 15 Snake Men left, only Justin Hawley had been sent for. The order had come directly from Commander South, head officer of Foxhound Command, the military unit controlling the Snake Men. As Hawley entered the command center, he saw that the vast room was empty except for three people. Himself, Foxhound Commander South, and South's brand new second-in-command, Lieutenant General West. As usual, Commander South was in combat fatigues, General's stars on his shoulders, colorful campaign ribbons and medals pinned to his chest, his camouflage pants tucked into his high-laced boots. A battered old beret with the insignia of the Snake Men was pulled down at an angle on his head. The beret had been with Commander South all the way through his many paratroop missions in Vietnam, and he'd sooner part with his right hand than with that ancient piece of clothing. Lieutenant General West was wearing his dress blue uniform, freshly cleaned and pressed, and so stiff that it could stand at attention all by itself. The spit polish on his black shoes gleamed. West was a by-the-book kind of officer, but he'd improve with time. The Snake Men squad would see to that. Solid Snake, we have a special mission for you, South Toad Hawley, who stood straight and tall before him at attention, his dark blue eyes front. But, it's voluntary, Captain Hawley. You don't have to go. It may very well cost you your life. In fact, the chances are 10,000 to 1 against you. Sir! Justin called out snappily, his gaze never wavering. Have you ever heard of Dr. Ivan Petovich? Dr. Petovich? The astrophysicist and nuclear scientist who defected to our side from the Soviet Union six years ago? Yes, sir. That's the man. Eight months ago, he was kidnapped, and he seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth. We expected to hear that one terrorist group or another was claiming credit for his capture and was holding him hostage, but no word came. We didn't know if he was alive or dead. Now we believe that he is in fact alive, but a prisoner. For some months now, our intelligence forces have been picking up random clues. We thought at first those clues were unconnected. But when we put them all together over a period of time, they began to point to a strong possibility. Now we're fairly certain that Dr. Petovich is alive and is hidden in a secret base of Colonel Vermin Katafis, a base called Outer Heaven. Hawley's eyelids flickered, but he said nothing. No junior officer, not even one of the Snake Men, would dare to offer a comment to his commander unless asked to do so. But his pulse raced with excitement. Colonel Vernon Katafi, 
the single most feared terrorist on the planet, a psychopath bent on dominating the world, his nature so cruel as to verge on insanity. He was a total paranoid. His deeds, those of a madman. Colonel Katafi was dictator for life of his small but incredibly wealthy and savage desert country, Noria. Katafi's sole purpose in life was to bring the democratic nations to their knees. His terrorist actions were hideous, violent, always unexpected, and always effective because they struck fear into the hearts of world leaders. Katafi bombed civilian aircraft, killed innocent people, took non-combatants hostage, and tortured them without mercy. A mission against Katafi. Hawley felt his heart swell with eagerness. Also, here was a chance to rescue his buddies, the Lost Snake Men. Commander South continued, We now believe we've located the secret base. Satellite reconnaissance of a distant jungle has revealed an unfamiliar complex of buildings, not in Noria, but somewhere else. I'm not authorized to share that information with you. It's got the highest possible secrecy classification. I can only tell you it's impossible to conceal a compound of that size and fortification in a desert country. So they went to the jungle instead. Computer scans of the satellite photograph show a huge base, larger than anything we've dealt with before, heavily protected and made up of a number of buildings. Hawley, it's our belief that this compound is outer heaven and Dr. Petovich is held prisoner somewhere in there. Two weeks ago, Dr. Petovich's daughter, Ellen, disappeared. Witnesses tell us that she was snatched from her college campus as she was leaving her dorm. Three masked men carrying automatic weapons jumped out of a long black limo with phony license plates, forced her inside, and took off at 80 miles an hour. We believe now that Dr. Petovich didn't give in under torture. Now we're afraid that top-secret nuclear information may have been taken from him because they're holding his only daughter prisoner, threatening to torture or kill her. But that's not all. There's something else, Holly. Something even more terrifying. Something that has us really worried. Our intelligence sources have hinted at something called Metal Gear. What Metal Gear is and when it's scheduled to be launched against us, we don't know. We don't know what it looks like, whether it's airborne or how it's armed. We don't know how or even whether it can be disarmed. We presume it's controlled by some hidden supercomputer and that it carries a nuclear payload. But we can't be certain of any of this. Our information is too fragmented and too obscure. All we're sure of is that Metal Gear is the most powerful and evil weapon ever devised. It could destroy our planet and every living thing on it. We've got to stop it before it's too late. Stand easy, Solid Snake. Justin Hawley took a step to the side and locked his hands behind his back. All his attention was focused on Commander South's words. Three weeks ago, we parachuted half our Snake Men squad into the jungle, hoping they could infiltrate Katafi's hidden base and rescue Dr. Petovich, or at least bring us back useful data on Outer Heaven and Metal Gear. Not a single one of them has come back. They may all be dead. 
There is some chance that one or more snake men may be held as prisoners. Our information on that is very scanty, I'm sorry to say. We can only hope that at least some of our men are still alive. Hawley's skin prickled in anger and revulsion at the thought of his friends. Good men, perhaps dead or even worse, alive and under torture. Yet he said nothing. No flicker of emotion showed on his face. Only the strong muscle in his jaw clenched tight. Understand me, Captain Hawley. This will be your first solo mission. But there's a very good chance it may be your last one. Beyond doubt, it's a suicide mission. We want you to locate Outer Heaven, then search for and destroy Metal Gear. Destroy Metal Gear? A solo mission against overwhelming odds? Justin Hawley's neck hairs prickled at the idea of it, and the excitement made the red blood rush through his veins. <laughs>